Welcome to RPG Decades, the central gaming hub of storytelling breakdown. This episode kicks off the second half of our first season of this series. If you haven't checked out the first five episodes, spoilers ahead because Ben has some data for you. <laughs> yes, after five games of Smash Up, our tournament is actually completely balanced in that we have two 2-0 two players, you and Lucas. We have two 0-2 players, Nicole and me, and Jacob is at 500. And I'm hoping that by the end of today's episode, he and I will have the same record. Yes, and you and Jacob will be doing battle. It's worth noting that no one is mathematically out of the tournament yet. You need a win over Jacob to stay alive and hope for a 2-2 split with a points win. A long shot, but one worth taking. Indeed. Jacob battles bad after the theme music. This is RPG Decades. <laughs> Welcome back to our latest episode in this Smash Up Round Robin tournament where we are happy to have Ben and Jacob ready for a duel for the ages. Uh, do you guys want to introduce us to your factions and tell us a little bit about what you got going on? Sure, I'll go ahead and lead off here. I have the ghosts and the zombies, which obviously is an undead with an undead as far as theme is concerned. Uh, the zombies do a lot of playing cards out of the discard pile. The ghosts do a lot of throwing cards into your discard pile. So there's some synergy there that I've been excited to mess with ever since I got that combo when we picked factions. So I ended up going with the uh, tricksters and the superheroes. Tricksters were probably part of my first ever combo with the aliens back when we first started playing the game. So pretty familiar coming back. And uh, ironically, the superheroes, which I had some success with as well. Um, kind of kicking myself, though, about having so many <laughs> destroy minion cards with uh, going up against the ghosts and the zombies, but we'll see what happens. I think it might end up turning like uh, Invincible versus Omni-Man in a bit here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you guys want to take us through the opening three bases that we have to start. Yeah, first base we have is Tortuga. We were just talking about the fact that we feel like we've had a pirate base in almost every single starting hand to begin Tortuga has a breakpoint value of 21. The winner of the base will get four victory points. The runner-up will get three. Uh, speaking of the runner-up, the ability for the base is the runner-up may move one of his or her minions to the base that replaces this base. Next, we've got the Tar Pits, breaking at 16 points with uh, four for first place, third for second. After each time a minion is destroyed here, place it at the bottom of its owner's deck. I do not like the Tar Pits. No. And then we have the School of Wizardry as our third base. Uh, it has a breakpoint of 20. Uh, the winner gets three points. The runner-up gets two victory points. And the ability is after this base scores, the winner looks at the top three cards of the base deck, chooses one to replace this base, and returns the others in any order. So the only one that actually is going to come into play as we're playing cards potentially is the Tar Pits. As is tradition, 
here on RPG Decades. We will decide who goes first by flipping over the base deck, and whoever's faction base comes up first will go first. And we have Tabletop, that's nobody. And then we have oh, the Crystal up. Fortress, which is superheroes. So, Jacob, you will start us off. Okay, okay. I am placing Hideout on Tortuga. Hideout, play on a base, ongoing. If another player's action would affect your minions here, destroy this card, and the action does not affect your minions. Very nice. And on the same base, I am placing the Mild-Mannered Citizen. Ongoing, at the start of your turn, you may destroy this minion to search your deck for a minion of power 5 or more. Play it here as an extra minion and shuffle your deck. And what power is the It is at 2 currently. So Tortuga has 2 power on it. A two with the potential to become a five very quickly. Okay. And we move to Ben. Well, your mild-mannered citizen might not be affected by actions, but he can be affected by minions. Spirit, power three, heading to Tortuga. Choose a minion. You may discard cards equal to its power to destroy it. The mild-mannered citizen gets destroyed preemptively. All right. And that is my turn. And your minion is power what? Uh, Power three. So we went up by one by the end of my turn. A little destruction to start things off. <laughs> Better than searching for a superhero right out the gate. Let's hamper the process if we can. Hmm. So, in response to that, I'm simply going to place a gremlin on Tortuga, which is at power two, ongoing. After this minion is destroyed, draw a card, and each other player discards a random card. Any action play or nope? Skipping off? the action play. All right, back to Ben. Yes, indeed. Okay. I will play my Spectre at Tortuga, which is going to put the base at 12 overall. The Spectre is 5 plus my 3. Or no, 10 overall. It's going to put the base at 10 overall. My Spectre is 5 plus the Spirit, which is 3. Jacob's Gremlin is 2. Uh, the Spectre can be played out of my discard pile uh, later on, which works out well, getting him in play. And I will play Maulcrawl. Search your deck for any number of cards of the same name and place them into your discard pile. So here come the Tenacious Zs. Mm-hmm. One... <laughs> And why are you putting those Tenacious Zs in your discard? So the Tenacious Zs have a special ability. During your turn, play this card from your discard pile as an extra minion. You may only use one Tenacious Zs ability this turn. I think that's why a moment ago I said the base was going to be at 12, because in my head, it already was. And Tortuga now has 12 power on it. And with that, it is over halfway towards breaking. Jake, your response. (laughs) Over halfway, so we're at 12 there. Sorry, I'm doing a little bit of math. I'm placing Captain Amazing, power 5. Okay. Um, talent, give each of your minions here plus 1 power until the end of the turn, and that is for now. And I am playing the action Sidekick. Choose a base where you have a minion of power 5 or more. Play a minion there of power 2 or less as an extra minion. So... Mild-mannered citizen is going to be added on top of that, and if I'm not mistaken, that'll also be a plus one. Mm-hmm. And that'll pop the base. He's got me beat 12 to 10. With a total of 12 to 10, Jacob takes Tortuga. And the runner-up gets to place something there. Oh, the the, right, yes. The runner-up may move one of his or her minions to the base that replaces this one. Yeah, go for And it. Jacob, what do we have coming up next? Oh, snap. The con at 24 points to break, leading score 5 coming afterwards is three when a minion is played here other minions here of that faction gain plus one power until the end of the turn oh boy (laughs) and for reference the specter is sticking around 
and will haunt the con. So that base is already at five power. Yes, indeed. And it is now my turn. And I feel like I've played a minion, but I haven't actually played a minion. I'm going to play a Gravedigger at the con, which will put it at nine, as well as a Tenacious Z, which will put it at 11. And the ability for the Gravedigger, you may place a minion from your discard pile into your hand. And that's why. <laughs> I will get my spirit back. Uh, for an action, I will place a card from my discard pile into my hand and snag Door to the Beyond. Whew. And that is my turn. So it's back to Jacob. Okay, this is going to be interesting. On the con, I am placing the Enshrouding Mist. As an action, play on a base. Ongoing. On your turn, you may play an extra minion here. Very nice. Help you match the swarm of the zombies. So, I am going to be placing Mind Lady, power 5. Choose another player's minion. That minion's abilities are cancelled until the start of your next turn. Um, None of my minions really have ongoings, so... Well, since it's a, a talent, that means that we could... You'll bring you it know, up later, use it. Sure. Yep, 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 yep. And yeah, so I also get to place a gremlin. Okay. Following up with that. So now we're... I got seven. To 11, it's 18. And after only being out for one round, the con is quite close to breaking. <laughs> only six points off. All right. I mean, we have been leaving those other ones alone for a bit. Yes, no action has taken place at the Tar Pits or the School of Wizardry. I think the Tar Pits, it's kind of on purpose. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play another Tenacious Z at the con, which will bring us to 20. And the Tenacious Z did just boost the zombies. I should be doing this as we go. So that does... Well, and based off of the... Yep, that's okay. What that, yeah. Make it sure, make it sure. When a minion is played here... Other minions here of that faction gain plus one cool. power till the end of the turn. So, so my two additional. So now we're at 22. 22, so that actually takes out some of the complications of scoring this base. I've yet to actually play my minion or my action for the turn. It's just like zombies in film, truly. You know, there's so many things that are assumed that come with the already living dead. I will play a power two ghost. Some movies have them with like speed and invulnerability. Other times they've got superpowers or like, you know, something alongside it, similar to vampires or, you know, what have you. It depends on which film or which uh, background you're pulling from. But every time he plays like an extra three minions, I'm like, yeah, so that's just kind of what comes with <laughs> the general action and minion that is in traditional play. The territory. <laughs> and then it's just a question of which line from Peter in Dawn of the Dead comes into your head, whether it's the classic, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. So take us through the play you just made, Ben. Yes. Uh, the con is such a strange base, and I think this may be one of the first times I've actually factored it in to make sure the base is scoring, which it will be. Uh, because the ability of when a minion is played here, each other minion here of that faction gains plus one power, and I played a zombie and a ghost. So they brought with it an additional plus three power, even though they were two each. That bumped us up by seven. So we're now at 25. Yes, we are. And the base so that, is Yeah, that base is going more. down. <laughs> yep. And I think I will save these actions for when they will be more timely. So that is the end of my turn, and the con will score. Yes, and Ben will win, unless Jacob can do any shenanigans. 
Oh, no. Sadly, I'm not playing with the ninjas today. Right. <laughs> Take us through the stadium, which is the base that replaced the con. Go ahead. I, I, it works. Yeah, a color commentator can do it. It is a break point of 17, three points to the victor, two points to the runner-up, and the base ability is after a minion here is destroyed, its controller draws a card. Interesting. We did not put the geeks or the Smash Up All-Stars in the option list for everybody when we were picking our factions, but we have now seen two of the bases, one from each. So I'm going to lead in on the stadium with Pay the Piper. Action, play on a base, ongoing. After another player plays a minion here, that player discards a card. Ah, a little bit of disruption to slow Ben down. Just a little bit. That's what the tricksters are known for. And I'm following it with a mild-mannered citizen. Not really any cloak and dagger with that, considering the base's ability. <laughs> and that is the end of my turn. And the base is now at two power. I'm going to play Haunting at the stadium. And I will discard a walker. The Haunting has the ability, he's power three, but ongoing, if I have two or fewer cards in my hand, he's plus three power and is not affected by other players' cards. So he becomes much harder to remove and is power six if, I, if my deck goes down that far. I will play a Tenacious Z on the base, which, keeping track, now puts the base total at seven with the addition of the Tenacious Z's two. And does that also make you discard, or is that only win the first? No, it's going to be every time here, but given the ability of the haunting i'm not really mad about that and then i will play they keep coming play an extra minion from your discard pile and bring the specter back to the party and given i do have two in my hand that puts me at six five thirteen total bases at fifteen how many minions have you played i have played three so i'll discard one more card down to one. Now, actually, this base is going to go back up because I was not able to get rid of my entire hand, so I will have three during your turn. So that will so decrease it goes my down power. By three so power. Twelve. Twelve. Yep. And that is my turn. Quick reminder about the mild-mannered citizen. At the start of your turn, you may destroy this minion to search your deck for a minion of power five or more. Play it here as an extra minion and shuffle your deck. And you are drawing a card thanks to the base ability. I will be destroying that mild-mannered citizen. Drawing one card and then going through and searching for the five. Yes, indeed. So drawing one, card is in there. So I ended up drawing Awesome Guy, and I will shuffle once I'm at the end of the turn here. Ongoing, your minions here cannot be destroyed by other players. Just just in case there was uh, <laughs> anything about that. <laughs> I did draw for the base's ability, and it will be followed quickly by the burst. <laughs> After a minion is played on a base, you may move this minion to there. I will not be using that ability, but just in case, just in case, I will also be following up quickly with Justice Friends. As an action, each of your minions of power five or more gains plus two power until the end of the turn. So that base is going down. And it gives you the stadium. And just with that, you're all tied up at 10-10. And replacing the stadium, we have... Deep Reef Crag, which is a breakpoint of 18, three points to the victor, one point to the runner-up, and its ability is when this base scores, if the total power here equals the breakpoint, the winner gains an additional one victory point. You've never seen that base before. It was part of a I promo. I have not. Oh. So if it breaks at 18 power, whoever wins will get four points instead of three. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I never underestimate Ben with zombies. <laughs> 
That's a smart idea. Well, we'll put seven out right out of the gate. <laughs> the Spectre returns along with another Tenacious Z. I'm going to lead off by playing Lend a Hand. Shuffle any number of cards from your discard pile into your deck. I did find a couple that I actually wouldn't mind getting back at some point. So. Shuffling those in now. As a result of that, I have two cards in my hand, and I will play a Tenacious Z and a Spectre at Deep Root Crag using both of their special abilities. And... The Spectre does take my minion play for the turn. I've already played an action, so once I'm done shuffling, I will draw two. And Jacob, it's your turn. Wonderful. So that brings us up to... Seven. Seven. All right, yes. so we're at what we were at the beginning. Okay, so I will be placing two new cards. Uh, one, Flame Trap. Play on a base. Ongoing. After another plays a minion here, destroy it. Resolve the ability first. And this card. Okay. So that'll be going... Right on Deep Reef Crag. Thank you very much. So when the action destroys a minion, the action is also destroyed? That is correct. Okay. And I will be placing a brownie, which is another minion that I haven't messed with yet. Well, does they resolve its ability first, so that minion yes. would get to do what it's triggered. What? Correct. Ongoing, after another minion plays a card that affects this minion, that player discards two random cards. And that takes the base to 11. This one goes to 11. I'm going to start this turn by playing a Tenacious Z at Deep Reef Crag, so that'll put the base... At 13. I will then... But it will now get destroyed, correct? I am still going to send in a Tenacious Z to be the cannon fodder, and then get my seven points elsewhere. So the base ability is gone? Yes, it is. Correct? Yep, so this goes away. I see. Yep, Yep. okay. Taking that off. The Tenacious Z... Was burned Takes the the action in the chest, (laughs) allowing for others to do the damage. Mm, and we'll I, see. Will, I will play Spirit, followed by my action. They keep coming. Play an extra minion from your discard pile. The Gravedigger is power four, so that puts it at 18. Ooh. And you may place a minion from your discard pile into your hand. The Spirits have been working out well, so let's do that. Well and done. that is my turn. Yes, with that, Ben breaks the base at exactly 18, unless Jacob has a response. Nope. 14 to 11. All right. Yes. All right. 14 to 11. A dangerous situation. Replacing Deep Reef Crag, we have the Ninja Dojo. (laughs) Its breakpoint is 18. Two points to the victor. Three points to the runner-up. After this base scores, the winner may destroy any one minion. This is going to be interesting. I am going to be playing Block the Path. Play on a base and name a faction. Ongoing, minions of that faction cannot be played here. So, I am going to the Tar Pits, and I am naming zombies. (laughs) (laughs) And so the zombies cannot appear at the Tar Pits. Even the zombies probably wouldn't want to go to the Tar Pits. Stuck in the muck. I mean, depending on where you drop them, just, just saying. And I will be following up closely with a gremlin, which... Again, after this minion is destroyed, draw a card, and each other player discards a random card. I will play Spirit at the School of Wizardry. For reference, after Jacob's last turn, the Tar Pits is at 2. However, I am playing at the School of Wizardry, which is now at 3 with the Spirit. I will then play They Keep Coming. Play an extra minion from your discard pile. The Spectre returns. (laughs) And that puts the School of Wizardry at 8. And then drop a Tenacious Z for good measure to put it at 10. And it is now halfway (laughs) to breaking. I will be leading with Take the Shinies. Each other player discards two random cards. So that simply means... You got a preference? Um, middle two. Okay. <sighs> that 
at you. Okay. I know that other one. It's like, he'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> you just spared yourself from make contact, which I can only play if it's the last card in my hand and allows me to take control of one of your minions. Mm-hmm. Ah, that is nasty. <laughs> I, I was rolling the dice a little bit there, but ooh, <laughs> so glad. Ironically, what you did, had I held on to it, would have made it more easy to play. But, oh well. And I will be following it up with a gnome, which doesn't really affect anything right now. It's a power three, and you may destroy a minion on this base with power less than the number of minions you have here. So, wouldn't be anything. <laughs> but now, five points for Jacob at the tar pit. Yes, indeed. It's fun how you guys have been this entire match battling at the same base but now that it comes down to the last stretch you've both taken your own battlefields he needs to build up points and try to break that before I can break the school of we oh if he does break I need power there because if he does break that poor school I without me having anything there he'd win the game okay it's always good to diversify your portfolio uh, well I'll continue to bulk up school wizardry so tenacious Z there seeing as that's the only relevant spot I can put is tenacious Z and let's see here. I will play a ghost at the tar pits. I will use its ability to discard a card. And that is my turn. So we are now 12 points at the School of Wizardry and 7 at the tar pits. That is correct. So I'm following closely with uh, Mark of Sleep. Okay. Action. Choose a player. That player cannot play actions on his or her next turn. Cool. Ben. Of course. <laughs> um, followed by yet another gnome which allows me to destroy a minion of power less than the number of minions that I have at that base. So that ghost is gone. And that drops down to eight. And the ghost actually goes in the bottom of your deck, not in the discard. because yes, it it Correct. Sorry about that. It destroyed at the tar pits. And the tar pits are now halfway to breaking at eight. Yes, they are. I will play another Tenacious Z at the School of Wizardry, followed by a walker. So those two together put it at 16. And leave that where it is so I draw it. And that is my turn. And he thinks this is the last round. It's a distinct possibility. Yeah, you and me both. Let's see here. I'm going to add yet another gnome to the tar pits. Taking it to 11. <laughs> yes, indeed. Followed closely by not really dead. Action. Place up to two minions of power two or less from your discard pile into your hand. Okay. It's superheroes. No one's ever really dead. My and move. that is your minion in action play. So that is both, uh, yeah. Back to Ben. Grave robbing. Place a card from your discard pile into your hand. I will grab a grave digger, which is four power, and I drop him at the School of Wizardry to pop it. And I believe that is the ball game. That is the ball game. Well done, sir. Hey, everyone. This is Ben of the relatively recent past. Chiming in real quick here because... Ben and Caleb of when we recorded this uh, didn't let you know that the final score was 17 victory points for me and 11 for Jacob. He is always an extremely tough opponent to play. And with that, I'm going to kick things over to Ben and Caleb of the kind of in between the now and the then uh, to tell you a little bit more about how this match went with some analysis. I'm on the board. You are <laughs> with the monster match. <laughs> Although ironically, neither of these factions are in the Monster Smash expansion. They both came earlier. The zombies in the base game 
and the ghosts in Awesome Level 9000, and they play really well together. <laughs> they do. The synergy there is pretty unreal. Well, and just the discarding of cards by the ghosts makes it so... Because the zombies often end up being a second-half team. Yes. Because depending on what you pair them with and how the game goes, they're going to be maybe a little weaker early, but then really strong late. You can start triggering their powerful abilities from jump if you pair them with mm-hmm. the ghosts. Yeah, and I mean, the tricksters and the superheroes have that disruption in power, but do they have enough to stop the never-ending swarm? Yeah, or in some cases, they fuel it because some of the trickster effects cause your opponents to discard cards, which that's not a bad thing for the zombies. Not at all. Not even, especially the ghosts. I think Jacob maybe inadvertently gave me a helping hand in some cases, and then it's a matter of trying to get those powerful superhero minions cycling through your deck fast enough but you just might not have the speed, especially because I, I benefited in this game from a good early draw. I think I got the Spectre on the opening hand, and just being able to bring back a power five almost at will after bases break is a little rude. <laughs> I think this is where it's important to bring up that, again, we made it so that going into every game, you didn't know what you were playing against. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you could just draw the bad matchup. Because you would never pick to throw the tricksters up against the zombies, especially not in a 1v1. No. Not at all. Without that benefit of foresight of, oh, I know what my opponents picked. I'm going to counterpick just blindly. Okay, I think this is going to be a good combination. You know, I have, you know, big power. I can come and bust bases and then I can mess with their stuff. It just, yeah, just didn't work out this time. Yeah. Oh, my word. And, I mean, you, <laughs> I think I've thrown the zombies and the ghosts at you a few times when you've used the, as even when you've used the, uh, musketeers and mythic greeks mm-hmm. combo that is uh proving to be unbeatable uh <laughs> but i always enjoy going into some combination of the horror or the undead we've even maybe this is an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh tri deck play because i think we've done games where we, we have will done throw that, yes. in three factions together and i think i threw the ghosts the zombies and the werewolves at you all at once which was just fun i don't think i won but it was just fun i think i used a like a fantasy faction against you like the dragons, the wizards, and I don't know. Remember, I don't remember the third one. Yeah, we've and there's enough in there that I mean, you've got recent ones like the goblins. You know, you've got a lot of older ones. Uh, the princesses come to mind. There's all sorts of ones that would fit in that combination. Basically, if you're listening to this and you know this at all sounds interesting to you, we're not supported or paid in any way by AEG, but we just adore Smash Up. Go get it. Go play it. It's a great game. <laughs> and fun to try to break in some cases. Oh, yeah. Some of those... Ben and I spend Yeah, those trident combinations days. got weird. Oh, Stretching the rules. Probably also started to think about creating Storytelling Breakdown over Game of Smash Up, so it's fun yeah. to circle back and finally yeah. be playing it on the podcast. Thank you for listening to RPG Decades. Our next episode will come out two days from now. Make sure to subscribe to Storytelling Breakdown wherever you get your podcasts so you can hear every battle and every episode we bring your way. Our music is by Our Name is Taken. The SB theme music is by Kurt Remke. The logo for RPG Decades is by Michael Ganser. There's more games and much more to come on RPG Decades from Storytelling Breakdown.
WSP, Wayne Shout Productions. Wayne Shout. <laughs>